This is Cody Daigle Oriens, and welcome to Bearded Fruit Unedited, the raw conversations that are edited down into the final versions of our podcasts. These conversations contain the outtakes that don't make it into our program, so if you enjoyed the completed episode, you might find something worth chewing on here. Enjoy, and make sure you follow us at www.beardedfruit.com for new episodes. Okay. Okay. We're off and running. Oh, we're recording? Yeah. Wow. Hi, internet. I'm really good at cold openings. <laughs> That's how the song goes, right? I mean... If we were at a wanna be yeah, that's that sounds like it's the opening of uh, that song from um, all that. No, top that, top that from I was Teen Witch. That is not how all that Teen, sounds like. Top that. I don't give a about you. Th- <laughs> okay, so hi, this is Cody Daigle Orians, and I'm Neil Daigle Orians, and welcome back to another episode of Bearded Fruit. Fruits that are bearded. That's us. For peaches, because peaches have fuzz. So today is the first day of spring. Yay. Shout out to spring. (laughs) Shout out on Twitter. Hashtag spring. Hashtag spring 2016. Hashtag spring has sprung. Hashtag sprung has spring. And and of course, because we are in eastern Connecticut, we are expecting a snowstorm. (laughs) Eastern? Yes, we're in eastern Connecticut. I'm still getting used to like tiny states like this, so directions... I'm just like, aren't we central, but also no. kind of western? Yeah, it's, no. it's just so tiny. Right. We are in eastern Connecticut, and we are expecting winter storm Regis. Like, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, or who wants to snow day on Monday? That's, I don't. I, I kind of do. Well, I know you do. I have to work, so regardless. I'll be working anyway from home, but... Hooray. So hopefully where you are, it is sunny and beautiful on this first day of spring. It's currently sunny and beautiful here. It's very strange. We're supposed to get snow, and I don't get it. Weather, you crazy. Um, so before we jump into the um, topics for today, we wanted to explain the name of our podcast. There's a story behind the name of our podcast, Bearded Fruit, uh, and it's also allowing us to shout out to a very good friend of ours, Julia DePinto. Who doesn't even listen to the podcast because she thinks that it costs money, <laughs> but it's not. It's free because it's a podcast. Maybe she's wanting to get royalties because she came up with the name. Uh, I mean, she got student loans to pay back. So for people who've been listening to the podcast, uh, last summer... We were quite the the little the little beach bums, and we went to the beach several times. We went to the beach like three times, if that. <laughs> For me, that's a lot because that's the most I've ever been to the beach in like uh, ten years. Okay. So we were beach bums last year, and uh, we would go one uh, one weekend. We went with our friends Julia and Claire uh, to Miss Quamacut State Beach in Rhode Island. Miss Quamacut's my favorite drag queen. That will be my yeah, she season nine. Um, she is a pageant queen, of course. Miss Quamacut twenty fifteen. Yeah. Uh, so we were getting ready uh, to to head out from Julia's house, and we were packing the uh, the cooler with all of our treats for our our day at the beach. And Julia asked us if we wanted to bring fruit with us to the beach. Yes, and, and one of us, I, I uh, it had to be you. It had to be me because I'm like that. Was just like, oh yeah, we're already bringing the fruit. And then Julia said, "Yeah, bearded fruit." 
and, and and I was like stolen. Consider yeah. that stolen. Clocked. Um, and so that was uh, that was where we got the name Bearded Fruit. So thank you, Julia, for thank you, Julia. giving us our name. Yeah, for naming us. So this week we uh, we have some fun things to talk about. It's going to be a very positive episode of Bearded Fruit. We're trying to get all the positivity out before the terribleness of the winter storm. Exactly. Yes. So we're going to start this week with a story that was published by thegrio.com. And it's about a man named T. Lee. It's really his name, not a drag name. It's T. Lee. Like the letter T or like? T-E-E-L-E-E. Tealy. Lee. And uh, Tealy is going through a bit of a heartbreak right now. He's having some tough times because he shared this week on Twitter that his boyfriend, partner of, I think, six years, broke up with him. And the boyfriend broke up with him because T supports Donald Trump. Who does that? He's supporting Donald Trump for president. He is hashtag gays for Trump. Okay, so when you first told me about this, I was under the impression that Tealy had broken up with the boyfriend because the boyfriend supported Trump mm. and that the hashtag gay for, gays for Trump was being ironic. Now I'm sad. No, yeah. So Tealy is the one who got broken up with because he is pro-Trump. And uh, Tealy is an African-American gay male who lives in the Trump Towers. He's uh, lived in the Trump Towers for years, according to his Twitter feed. Which one? Uh, the one in New York. Okay. Because there's also one in Chicago, I think. I think he lives in the one in New York. There's his name's everywhere. That's all that really. Yeah. Um, and so so poor T. Lee is is um, he's now heartbrokenly sad because he is gays for Trump. I don't get gays for Trump. No, I mean, I don't get blacks for Trump. I don't get Hispanics for Trump. I don't get anyone for Trump. Like, <laughs> let's I be get race, real. For OK, me. racist white people for Trump. I know that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Do you hate yourself? Vote for Trump. And so, so when you check out T. Lee's uh, Twitter feed, um, his his profile, his like information about himself is hashtag Make America Great Again, hashtag Trump twenty sixteen, hashtag All Lives Matter, hashtag Blacks for Trump, hashtag Gays for Trump, hashtag Anything That Bleeds Matter. So like press proofs bleed yeah bleed on press proofs do they uh, matter too uh, um what printing joke never mind maybe i'll cut that um no keep that everybody right. needs to know how awkward you are <laughs> but yeah so so let's talk about gays for trump let's talk about what that's about i mean he feels very much like a stacy this is another stacy dash moment here's mm. another person who is actively voting against their own best interest mm -hmm. for what i don't understand it um some people just it feels like it comes from, I mean, not to get analytical, but it feels like it genuinely comes from an internalized oppression. But like, also just people hate themselves and people don't understand. I think I think people don't understand the gravity of the situation when they decide to support other than other than legitimately like the racists who are really eating up the rhetoric from Trump. I think people just don't understand just how problematic he is and how um, opportunist he is. I don't think people understand that. And I think there's a degree, too, of um, not being aware of situations larger than yourself and really seeing everything through the context of how things affect me. Like, if you're only looking at my current situation, you know, if, you're, if your lens is, this is what's happening to me, this is what my situation is, this is what would be best for me, you can make really terrible decisions whenever you're not being 
directly marginalized by someone like a Trump. Although he's African American and Donald Trump is definitely mm-hmm. his whole campaign has been about um exclusion in many ways. Yeah. Particularly race. Well, I I wonder um I wonder if there's a class issue with this too because if this person has lived in uh Trump Tower um yeah, the, I think I think it's the Chicago one cuz that's what's coming up when I google mm-hmm. it. Um, which was right across the street from the hotel I was in when I was at my cousin's wedding. I was just like every morning waking up to Trump like, oh, hi, Trump. How's it going? Um, yeah, so like base rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Trump Tower is 3250 a month. So dude's probably got some money, especially yeah. if he grew up in that. Yeah. So uh, I wonder like... Like, yes, he may be black and gay, but he's also probably coming from a place of outstanding privilege regardless. Yeah. So I think I think class needs to be considered in those who do support Trump as well. Um, a lot of people are coming from places of privilege. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, so... So poor T. I I mean I feel bad that his boyfriend broke up with him, but I hope his boyfriend I don't finds someone awesome. I'm sure he will. Just get on your grinder, T. Lee's unnamed boyfriend, and you will find a liberal voting, bleeding heart, uh, feeling the burn, ready for Hillary, etc. Exactly. Like I'm with her. Hashtag I'm, I'm with her. Hashtag he for she. I mean, I just uh, pretty much if you're single out there and and you're going to be looking for dates this election season, ask for somebody's Twitter handle and make sure they're not using the hashtag, hashtag gays for Trump. Um, if T Lee's ex boyfriend is listening, um, just hit us up. We just want to make sure you're okay, because we care. Bearded Fruit cares. The Bearded Fruit Foundation for fruits who've been dating mis- dating Trump, Trump supporters. supporters. <laughs> it's a niche audience. Is it's a very niche foundation. Very, very niche foundation. 401c3k. 501c3. 401k. 401k. Whatever. Yeah. C3PO. Clearly we don't have retirement plans. <coughs> um, so also in the news this week is something uh, pretty rad, I think. The American Physical Society has announced that they are going to put together a new committee. Uh, the American Physical Society is a society of physicists. Which is in interesting. I, I thought you meant like PE teachers. No, this is a group of physicists. And they're putting together a new committee to look into issues of discrimination and exclusion in the fields of physics based on sexual identity, gender identity, and gender expression. So they are looking into how to make the field of physics more inclusive for LGBT people. And it's suddenly, rather exciting. And suddenly physics got a lot more fabulous with, with, with a PH. That's P-H-A. Yeah, and B. so um, the the this study on gender diversity and sexual diversity in physics has come out of a, of a several years long conversation with actual out physicists in the community. Um, talking, those physicists sharing their experiences of feeling not included or feeling less than comfortable in the worlds of physics and they're looking into this this committee is going to start a plan uh, plans to start the survey of physics institutions across the country so they're going to be checking in with all the institutions uh, to understand the climate for LGBT physicists and uh, how many of them are out there what they're studying and the issues that they face in their various workplaces I I wonder how this is going to affect um 
I wonder how this is going to affect situations like University of Nebraska, when I was going to undergrad there, they were going through this this period where they were trying to pass, and I think they did eventually pass uh, plus, one, um, plus one benefits. So it was more than just only your married spouse, because at the time it was illegal, it's also just a plus one. So it could be your same-sex partner or otherwise. So I wonder how this is going to affect those kinds of policies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of these institutions, I'm assuming, are universities, research institutions. So I wonder how it's going to affect those policies because there's still so many states where it's perfectly legal to fire someone based on their sexual orientation or gender expression or gender. So it's going to be interesting to see how this affects that, if it affects that, if, if physics is a big enough field that it affects universities like that. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a, it's a really, it's, I think it's an interesting story because I never really think about LGBT issues inside certain spaces. Like I never think that LGBT physicists or would maybe have employment discrimination issues. And Hashtag I think about LGBT STEM. Yeah, like there that and, and I think I also think it's a really interesting story to illustrate how inclusiveness and diversity are not things that just naturally happen in places just because people learn things. That inclusivity and diversity are choices that you have to make. Ooh, girl. Yeah. There's so much to be said about exclusion in academia. There's so much to be said about it. And representation in academia, it just doesn't exist. Well, and it's in all places. I mean, we we have to... There are so many situations in which we hold the values of diversity and inclusion. We say those things are good. We should be more inclusive to LGBT people. We should be more inclusive with race. We should be more inclusive to women. But those values don't really mean so much unless you actually do something and make choices that live out those values. And it's it's nice to see a whole body of of thought and uh, and this entire like community make a choice to say yes we are going to actively invest in solving this problem we're going to learn and it's very scientific we're going to learn what it is we're going to find out all the variables and then we're going to solve this problem Mm -hmm. and i think that's really rad so stay tuned for our our new podcast queer physics uh I would love to talk to a queer physicist. If there are any queer physicists listening, I would love to do an episode with you. We could talk about um, space. I actually found a website that um, it catalogs queer academics and queer STEM. So I'll have to find that again for you. Well, I was going to mention uh, the group that encouraged the American Physical Society to do this study is a group called LGBT Plus Physicists. And they can be found on the web at lgbtphysicist.org. And they have a, a an out list on their website. It's a list of over 110 out physicists at institutions all around the country. So if you're curious about seeing who are the LGBT physicists who are out in the world, you can go to their website and check it out. And um, they're from everywhere and they're studying all sorts of really rad things. They have their website so you can go communicate with them. They also <clears throat> list um, allies, physicists who are outing themselves as as LGBT allies. And there are 280 signatures on that ally physicist list. Which so, is such a hard thing to out yourself as. Yeah, way to go, ally physicists. I was being sarcastic. Um, hey, um, side note, you can edit this out. We never talked about Lily Wachowski coming out. We can do that another time. No, I, I know. I just, I, I just remembered that, that that was kind of a big deal. And 
um, she was kind of forced out. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it'll be old news by the time we get to it, but I think it'll be worth talking about and talking about coming out and stuff. Anyway. And so last thing this week, um, we're going to talk about football. Go sports. We're going to talk about sports ball. Yay. Um, so the NFL this week, um, the NFL has, well, no, let me, let me start this one over again. <coughs> Georgia. So the last thing we're going to talk about this week is sports. Football. Football. We're going to talk about some Are you ready for some football? I am. Toss me the pigskin, daddy. We, um, <laughs> that sounds like that, just a regular mm, Thursday for us. <laughs> whoa. Nobody needs to know. That's on the unedited version. Um, we'll Here see. we it's so racy. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you don't know what's going down, in, we're going to talk about f- football in the NFL, but we're going to start by talking about Georgia. If you don't know what's going on in Georgia, um, Georgia lawmakers passed a rather sweeping bill in the House of Representatives in Georgia that would revoke... Oh, no, that's Kentucky. Georgia passed... Um, they passed an anti-LGBT bill of some sort. <laughs> I mean, Kentucky did it, too. All the cool states are doing it. I think in Georgia, it might be up for... It was a religious discrimin- religious liberty bill. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, in Georgia, it might, it, it might not have been passed yet. It might just be yeah. in deliberation still. Okay, so we're going to try that one more time. One more time. So the last thing we're going to talk about this week is football. Football party. We're talking about football. Are you was, ready for some football? I was in marching band. Um, I never was. Yeah, because you dropped out because dropped out you were a quitter. You're I was a quitter. A quitter. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about football and the NFL. But first, we're going to chat a little bit about Georgia, the state of Georgia, and what it's up to. So the in the state of Georgia, Governor Nathan Deal may sign a religious liberty bill into law in the coming weeks. And this religious liberty bill would allow faith-based groups, including churches and religious schools, to refuse service to people if that service violated the group's religious beliefs. Now, these laws have been um, popping up all over the country post-marriage equality, uh, these kind of these so quote-unquote uh, protecting religious freedom Thanks, Obama. But really what these bills are doing are writing discrimination into the laws of states. Um, and... A lot of people have always been very angry about these laws, and this law is happening in Georgia. And a very big institution, the NFL, has taken a public stand against this bill in Georgia, particularly. They have made a statement. And so here's the uh, NFL statement on this religious liberty bill that's going on in Georgia. NFL policies emphasize tolerance and inclusiveness and prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Whether the laws and regulations of a state and local community are consistent with these policies would be one of many factors NFL owners may use to evaluate potential Super Bowl sites. And one of those potential sites is Atlanta. Atlanta is trying to get the Super Bowl in 2019 or 2020. Yeah, they're building a new stadium, which will be open in 2017. Mm -hmm. And the NFL is basically saying, 
Nah. Nah, girl. Not if you pass this religious liberty bill. We're not standing for it. And that's awesome. It should be noted that the NFL spokesman who said this concluded his thoughts with a snap in a Z formation. Yeah. And then he also went hashtag by Felicia. Yeah. And then he uh, he did a tearaway revealing uh, a... a, He did a tearaway revealing a beautiful caftan underneath his suit. And he had a wig under another wig. He had a wig. He had two wigs under his wig. And he lip synced for his life. It was, and he, he shantayed stayed. He, it's amazing. Yeah. So we're really, I'm, I'm, I think it's really rad that the NFL is making this statement because the NFL is sort of considered this incredibly macho hetero, like, dude, bro, football, kind of institution. And for them to say, look, if your city isn't going to have inclusive laws that protect LGBT citizens, we're not bringing our millions and millions of dollars to you. We will find a better city, which is like any city. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, no, Atlanta's rad. We love you, Atlanta. Yeah, no, Atlanta's a really cool city, but... Just get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, please don't have a, an anti-gay bill, and I don't have anti-gay laws on your books. I think it's awesome that the NFL is saying that. It, it goes back to that thing about um, inclusivity and diversity being a choice. You have to decide to do things. You have to decide that you're going to live the values that you uphold. It would be one thing for the NFL to say, no, guys, we really, we really wish that you would have pro-LGBT laws. But we're still going to come to your city anyway. Mm-hmm. That would be one thing. That's just, that's, you know, lip service. But to actually say, no, we're not going to consider you if you don't change these or you or you don't get rid of these laws. That's living out your ideals. And I think that's really rad of them. So thank you, NFL. If you want to sponsor us by sending us copies of Madden 16. I don't even know if they're still making that game in 16. I don't know. We don't even have any 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 system that would even play that thank you nfl exactly (laughs) so as always uh thank you for listening to bearded fruit please head over to itunes and subscribe to the podcast hashtag bearded fruit hashtag hear the queer which is one that i like (laughs) hear the queer yeah i like that one okay hashtag um gays against trump gays against trump yeah Yeah. uh but no head over to itunes subscribe to the podcast and leave a review or leave us some stars it helps us out if you say some positive things about the podcast on itunes maybe one day we'll actually get paid to do this probably not but you can also find us on Facebook at Bearded Fruit, or you can find us on the web at www.beardedfruit.com, where you can find all our previous episodes and other information about the show. Yeah, and um, pictures. There are pictures on our website, right? There are pictures of us. Oh, wow. You can yeah. put a face to a name. Headshots a and bios. Headshots and bios. A new play. Uh. A, a one act, maybe? Maybe. Well, enjoy your first day of spring, and we're going to enjoy the snow. Yay. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Let the music play. We don't have the rights to that. I mean, bye. <laughs>